Welcome, welcome to the Cardinal Adventures. Wow, I was about to say Age of Ashes. This is definitely not Age of Ashes. Welcome to the Frozen Quest for the Frozen Flame Adventure Path here at the Cardinal Adventures Podcast. Um, this is Season 1, Episode 1. The book, uh, the title of the book for this, uh, this part of the Adventure Path is called The Broken Tusk Moon. Uh, we'll go ahead and begin by introducing our players, and then I'll go ahead and into the nitty-gritty of the systems we're using, etc. So on my left here, we have Kyle. Go ahead and introduce who you are, who you're playing, and all that fun stuff. I'll be playing Ardina, a Knoll Witch. All right. And then we have Andrew. Hello, I'm Andrew. I will be playing Siren, the Whisper Elf Rogue. All right. And we have Kevin. Hello, I'm Kevin. I'll be playing the Chameleon Gnome Druid Nile. All right, and last but definitely not least. Hi, I'm Yvette, and I will be playing Hardgerm, the Root Lushy Northland Forager Ranger. All right, all right, all right. So, in terms of uh, the systems we're using and all that, I'll go through these quickly and I'll put more in the description below so I don't have to spend an hour talking about all the systems we're using. Uh, first, uh, we have the subsystems, official subsystems and variant rules, automatic bonus progression. Uh, we're also utilizing the hero point deck provided by uh, official Paizo. Uh, we're using the free archetype system because if you're not, you're trolling. Uh, in terms of crafting, I'm um, also allowing them to use survival because this is a very primitive adventure path and that just feels like the right thing to do and many people on Reddit agree with that. Um, so, and that also includes crafting feats. So example, um, getting magical crafting, you could be expert in survival and pick up magical crafting. Uh, in terms of third party, we're utilizing Rolled for Combat's monster parts subsystem. Um, we're using the full variant. So there is no gold in this game, um, or you won't hear me use the term gold. The only time you'll hear me reference gold is the value of the monster parts that creatures or uh, humanoids that carry monster parts uh, drop as well. Uh, it is a full-blown gold substitute. Uh, next, I consider it third party because it's reviewed by Paizo, uh, Paizo staff or certain Paizo staffs. Um, heroic crafting uh, from Pathfinder Infinite uh, essentially gives the ability for characters to craft while they're on the go, uh, which is, again, when you're playing a Ice Age equivalent uh, adventure path where you're going to be migrating most of the time and doing a lot of exploration, uh, that cannot be stated how valuable that is. Uh, so, and the most important thing from that for people that are um, weary on using third party or homebrew, uh, it does not save them any gold when it comes to crafting. It's just a different, it literally just allows them to craft while exploring. And if they fail too many times, they, they go on a cooldown period and all that stuff. So it's very balanced. Um, but with that, that's pretty much all there is for, for the subs of the system section. So from there, I'll just cut the rest of that out. Any questions before we get started, guys? No, no questions. All right. Is anyone here house Falcon or Falcon House? Yes. Ah, we have a Falcon House. Okay. So you would know this is Weepa or, or otherwise known as, uh, uh, they call her Grand, uh, sorry. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, this is yes this is weepa 
Of, I'm sorry, of Otter House. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Of Otter House. Is anyone uh, here? Of house, is anyone House Otter here? I don't think we have any Otter House. Okay. But you all would know Weepa, uh, leader of House Otter. Um, you know that she is going to be uh, joining you today on a scouting trip. And she is within a week of childbirth. So very Perganon aunt. Uh, if you know that joke. Uh, please leave a like below. Um, so, let me see. There should be a picture of her. Yes, so, very far along as I'm showing the party a picture mm -hmm. of her pregnant status. She is literally about to burst um, with child. Um, but Grandfather Iowa of the Falcon House, excuse me, Grandfather Iowa of the Falcon House uh, has uh, essentially... Or how I put this. In terms of the camera, we're slowly, like if this was a movie, we're slowly panning down on the party as they're trying to track down a moose. And in the background, the narration of the voice you hear is of Grandfather Iowa, who is giving them their task as the camera slowly pans down on the party. And this is who you'd, you guys would know is Grandfather Iowa, a very old, ruggish man, the oldest member of the Broken Husk tribe, or Broken Tusk tribe, excuse me. Um, Grandfather Ira's request was clear. Hunt down and bring back a meal worthy of the upcoming night of the Green Moon. With the expert aid of Head Scout Weepa, tracking down a suitable beast was easy. Pacano, our fellow scout in training, all but whooped with excitement during the hunt. With the quarry in sight, now comes the hard part, killing it. In the forest corpse, beyond some thick foliage, dim morning light outlines a lone bull moose, nearly as big as a baby mammoth. The moose casts a wide shadow on the ridge to the north. The sound of trickling water from a stream to the west intermingles with that of the moose idly munching on the tender grass sprouting from the recently thawed tundra. Your hunting party lurks behind thick foliage, planning the right moment to strike. This is our prey, Whippa whispers. We must not startle him. If we do and he charges us, our only choice is to run. Her solemn quiet words are met with a snort from Pacano, a young Kellid hunter, whose beautiful face perpetually bears an arrogant sneer. Ah, let's just get him. And I'll show you a picture of Pacano as well. There's a picture, a headshot of Pacano. He's um, the jock of the tribe, the jock of the set, the, of the primitive tribe, if you will. Okay. The guy we all avoid. Oh wait, no, Kyle, you were that guy. Just because I played some sports, I did not make me. I was also a goth. I was also a <laughs> rocker. Look, man, I'm also a nerd. <laughs> Whippa silences the youth quickly with a wave of her hand. This animal is our superior in strength, size, and speed, she says calmly. Before we strike, we must try to press our advantage. So, you guys are about 40 feet away from this moose right now. You guys have a few options. Um, so let's see. Uh, you guys can try to block escape routes. 
imitate a cow moose, which would be one that it would mate with, um, rustle bushes, or you can try to entreat the moose. Uh, I mean, you try to befriend it. Uh, although Weepa will quickly tell you that this would be the most difficult method. She knows that that uh, Niall would be more than happy to try and befriend it because Niall's a druid, uh, but she will tell you that it is quite difficult. And I'll go ahead and set up the map for you guys now so you guys can see it. Give me one moment. So how do you guys wish to... Uh, it's about two in the afternoon. And the time, you guys should be able to see the time moving in the bottom there. Okay. Um, and, and don't feel the need to be rushed. Like I said, this is, you guys take your time. Uh, would Ardina be able to cast major ar mage armor on himself silently? Oh, that's something I'm assuming they would have done before they went out. Because like I said, it's, it's until you're the next morning. Ah, perfect. Yeah, it's, in, it's, it's until next daily preparation, so. Perfect, perfect. You already have mage armor on you. Uh, what would we use to mimic the sound of a cow moose? Uh, you can use deception or performance, or you, like I said, if you can... Uh, yeah, pretty much deception or performance. I have an okay at both of those. What about the druid? I would be interested in entreating in it because it seems like a challenge he's willing to take on, even mm -hmm. if it seems like a potentially strong one, but what would I be rolling for that? Uh, diplomacy or, like I said, anything to make an impression, which in your case would be wild empathy, I'm assuming? So that's diplomacy, correct? Yeah, that would be diplomacy. So we can take a stab at that, but he wouldn't want to act with the others before talking it out. So maybe he'd look at Hard German, see that she, or they, they rather, are excited for the challenge and ask, what do you think we should do? So the Hard German kind of stands there, hands on hips, looking out to the gigantic creature among her taller peers. We should probably let Niall try and be a little nice with it. And what we can do is while he's doing that, surround the area to block off exits. So we can always pincer it if, you know, the talk's niceness go wrong. Because I'm not really good with talking animals. Nor I. I'm not good with talking. <laughs> yes, don't worry. This will be something I will take on. And I agree, Hardrim. I think that's an excellent idea. We should... Prepare for the worst, because this is a dangerous animal, like Weepa said, and we want to make sure that we're prepared. Mm. Okay. All right. So give me, uh, for those that are blocking escape routes, go ahead and uh, get me um, nature or survival check. Oh, Roth, that's a five. That's a natural 20. Ooh. Oh, critical success. Very cool. That makes up for the, the five. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a 25. As Ardina puts his tail between his legs. It's too big. All right. 21. 21 for the... Okay. Great. Uh, right, let's see. You definitely get hard germs scoff at you. Okay. All right. As you guys... Essentially, the way this plays out is... Uh, those who are blocking the escape routes, you guys sneak around and you start like throwing out and lying out sharp uh, branches as like little mini uh, deterrents um, should the moose try to charge you or anything like that. All right. Okay. Niall, you're up. Niall will 
after everyone's taken their preparations, he'll start to come forward as calmly as he can and as nicely as hopefully the moose would see and mm-hmm. do his best to try to make it think that it's that we're friendly and that it's gonna lower its guard. Oh Jesus. Oh no. <laughs> you guys do start with one hero point, which I forgot to pass. Um out. that was a two plus four. What that, is your did your wild empathy give you anything? Um I believe that just means I use my diplomacy for you just oh, okay. diplomacy, yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah. know so I was curious. Do you so, want to cash that in or no? Because we're we're at the very top. We're at the very top, so I'm okay with not cashing it in at this point. Okay, and your total? Six. Six. Niles dead. Okay. Niles not dead. <laughs> Just tenderized. Oh god. I need to you check get two the, minutes. I need to check the the. Let's see what happens <laughs> when you f up this bad. <laughs> Um, Session one, make a new character. <laughs> Hard term would be depressed the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that actually would be very depressing for us. <laughs> oh no, we just lost someone. Okay, so the moose turns like slowly and you're not really sure if it's like connecting with you and then it <laughs> and it goes to get ready to attack you so with that we'll go ahead and bust into our first initiative right out the rip <laughs> wonderful well you did good bunny yeah uh, uh i you, don't think that's true you did your best you yeah, did we your did our best. best that's right that's right i'll ask for initiatives here in just a moment last I... skill or perception correct uh what yeah whatever skill you use last okay Okay. That good, huh? Our two. Dina, total? Four. Oh, four. <laughs> All right. He's cursed. Four. All right. Are Dice's having the to go dice. to jail already? Oh, no, this is my second dive. <laughs> Just okay. put the whole set in, da- in jail. Don't worry. Oh, did I forget to... And they're the new sets I bought specifically for this character. It's just warm up. It's just warm up, babe. It's just warm up. Shut up. <laughs> he's just saying that because he's about to die. Straight. One second. All right. So Pacano will just use perception. Oh, a nice, lovely natural three for a total of 14. Oh, whoa. That says a lot. That's pretty good. Uh, he is an animal. I was like, oh, he that rolled a Pacano. three. Oh. Yeah, that was Pacano. That was our Nile. Wonderful jock. That's ah. your, yeah, your. 12. A 12 total. Okay, hard germ. 14. 14. Uh, okay. Come on, Siren. Rogue. 22. Oh, Welcome okay. to the Rogue. That is, yeah, that is forever the Rogue. Welcome to the Rogue. You dude. go first and you know everything. <laughs> All right, let's see, Moosey Moosey, what you got here, buddy? Tyrion Lannister. That's going to be a Drink 17 from the Moose. So the Moose is flat-footed to you, by the way. Could you go first? Ooh. Oh, he goes before Ardina? Shock. <laughs> no way. No way. <clears throat> All right, All so right. What is Siren, the, you're up first. What's the distance we have between the moose and myself? The distance you have is 50. Because you guys were kind of like surrounding. Yeah, we were kind of yeah. far. 
Well? Hmm. But I still get my sneak attack, so... We're pulling the crossbow out. <laughs> All right. We'll say, we'll say it was ready to already. All right. I'm not worried about that. Perfect. Do do. Ooh. Okay. Uh, that is. Now this is where my luck starts going. Now that's an 11. 11's gonna miss. Mm -hmm. Oh man. All right. Crossbow is one action reload if you want to do that. Reload. Okay, second action reload. Let's fire again. All right, minus five. Minus five. Time. Come on now. Good luck. Same roll, minus five. Uh, <laughs> a six. Ouch. Uh. All right. And as all three this actions, is the unfortunately. You me. All right. It is now the moose's turn. And he will go to attempt to trample Niall. Niall. You're about to get even shorter. <laughs> As it goes to trample you, those sharp sticks stop its movement and is unable to trample you. That is the, the bonus you guys get for not, or for uh, properly blocking its exit path. As it like goes to like it like imagine like stepping on like a three inch thorn as you're like running at somebody yeah yeah it's, it stopped you dead in your tracks, so it'll stop and it'll only get one attack against you this turn. Instead, I think that's the lot better, uh, and that's gonna be a a twenty two to hit. Okay, that hits. Hit no crit, right? Uh, that's a plus ten to crit, right? Yeah, like 10 over your yeah, AC. No. Okay. Just barely not. All right. Well, that hey, barely is more than enough. So that's going to be 5 plus 7, 12 points of piercing damage. Okay. 12. Oh. 12. Okay. Yeah, it is not messing around, but that is its turn. So I'm assuming that bloodies you? Uh, yes. Woof. All right. Ouch. Pacano. And you'll uh, you'll hear him scoff under his voice. There's useless Nile as he goes to move around. He seems like a very rude individual. Uh, let's see. What is his movement speed? 25? Okay. Let's see. So he will move around the bush. 25. He'll move around here. And if it had an attack of opportunity, it would have been able to use it. You guys now know it does not have an attack of opportunity. It will go, and he'll go to help Flatfoot for Nile, and he'll go to strike with his spear. His trusty old spear, 19 to hit, is gonna hit. So you guys know its AC is 19 or below. Ooh, nice double one action there. Uh, it's gonna be eight whole points of damage towards this moose all right and you guys should be able to see the hp go down okay very good all right uh so stride stride strike uh and that is his turn hard germ you're up so i'm gonna move in next to nile i'm gonna have my voucher i'm gonna say it wrong again Kyle. the uh the spear of the voucher yeah <laughs> 
Oh, Fulcher. Thank you. And then I'm going to try to stabby stamp. Does it have a reach or no? It does. It has a 10-foot reach. Okay, I'm going to back you up Perfect. from that thing. Just Grazie. so you don't have to get close. Grazie. So, yeah, 10-foot reach. All right, good luck. Uh, 17. 17. One shy, unfortunately. Womp womp. Um, I do have sweep and trip. I know I move, so that's one action. Sweep would be attacking something adjacent to it. Okay. Trip just means that you can use the weapon to trip and you cannot critically fail. All right. Got ya. So I'm going to make that, I think I'm going to make that attempt to try and trip it. Okay. Make an athletics check. Or I allow the use of a weapon attack. They should be relatively the same. Yeah. Uh, my athletics is one under, I think. Okay, so just use your weapon. Strike. Oh, no. It's exactly the same number. Exactly. Okay. All right. It is going to be a minus five. Well, that would be a six. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, no. But you can't critically fail with it, so you're fine. Uh, Niall, you're right, right next to this thing. Yep. Um, well... It's done a good deal. So Niall will cast Protector Tree, his favorite spell. Oh, yeah. In the space that looks like it's next to Hard German him. Maybe like behind them or next to them if it can be next to Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Well, there it is. It's right between the two of you. Okay. Okay, that's your first two actions. Yes. Um, Can I use my last action to attack with the sling? Absolutely. Okay. I'll try it out. So I roll a d20. That's yeah. correct. 10 is not going to do it. Okay. All right. Ardina. All right. Well, first thing I'm going to go ahead and do is I'm going to use my sling as well. Okay. So let's go ahead and see what that does. Let's hope I can roll better. Well, that's an eight, so that takes it to a 13. 13's not going to do it. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to use telekinetic projectile and basically pick up the stone that I just threw and shoot shoot it back again. All right. Sorry, one second. All right. Thankfully, my spell attack is higher than my actual attack. And with that being a nat 17, so that's a 24. 24 is going to hit. Very good. All right. Ooh. Finally got a good roll. And we're using bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing for your telekinetic projectile. Uh, bludgeoning. Okay, bludgeoning. Sweet. Tenderize the meat. Nice. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is going to be eight. Okay, eight points of damage. Very good. All right. As the beast takes a hit to its side, it is not quite bloodied yet. It's a pretty hardy creature, but that's not surprising given that it is a full-grown moose. All right. Siren. All right. So how far is this moose away from me now? Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet away from me. Okay, so if I were to move right there, would that um, be flanking with hard germ? Since uh, they have the long reach. Here, yes, if you were here. Yes. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drop the crossbow and pull out my rapier. All right, so stride, and then you're uh, drawing a weapon, so that's your second action. And the last action, I'm assuming, is strike? Yes. All right. 
Let's go. That is 12. That is not going to work. That is not going to do uh, it. It's not going to do it. I know, right? That's all right. It's Everything all right. is fine. It's all right, guys. We can it, get a TPK in the first encounter. Oh, please. <laughs> you know, no, no, my, my Age of Ashes actually almost legit had a TPK in the first <laughs> oh, oh, like, oh. I was like, guys, uh, we need, I was like, I, I paused the recording and everything. I was like, guys, what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> like, Jesus. Stop right now. <laughs> R and Jesus wasn't with them. No, not, no, it was, it was, it was really bad. All right, speaking of, the moose is going to go ahead and use its kickback ability on Pecano and try and hit Pecano in the face uh, as Pecano landed a decent blow against the creature. Maybe he'll fix it. Hopefully. That's going to be a 20. Uh, what would the penalty be? 18 actually misses Pecano. Uh, so it's a miss. Uh, it will then go ahead and swing over towards Siren since it missed Picano with its uh, with its other hoof. Rude. That's pretty. Oh, that's a natural one. Oh pretty yeah. Cool. Failure. Not quite. All right, and then it will go ahead and round about and go counterclockwise, counterclockwise, right over to. Nile for its final attack. Okay. Ooh, natural 17 there, so it's going to be 29 minus 8. That's uh, 21 to hit. Okay, that hits. All right, here comes a D8 plus, just to be plus some you. damage. We were just getting That's well, going to be 3 plus 7. It's 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, that would essentially get saved by the tree. Oh, man. So the yeah. tree takes all that Whoa. damage. Yep. Thank God, protect your tree. That protector yeah. tree yes. coming in. That's going to be a clutch. key spell. Yeah, that's is. going to be really clutch. Yeah. That's yeah. Really yeah. Cool. Like, he essentially <laughs> knocks the tree out of existence. Yeah. <laughs> As the tree goes, oh. oh. <laughs> Okay. It's like to imagine there's just a pile of leaves left behind as the wood disappears. <laughs> Man, that deleted that tree faster than the oil industry. Oh. <laughs> and Hartram's just like, hey! Hartram's <laughs> upset. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. Pacano is going to go ahead and try and follow up. He's like, yeah, you tried to kick me. He's going to go ahead and try and swing back at this thing. And that's going to be a... 25 to hit the creature. Almost crits it because of flat-footed. Uh, but it's going to go ahead and hit with his trusty old spear. That's going to be... Uh, oh, wow. Uh, 9 plus 6 is 15 points of damage. Okay. All right. As Pecano bloodies the creature officially, uh, he will then go ahead and take uh, another action to hunt his prey, and then he will spend his last action to raise his shield. Um, bada bing, bada boom. All right, there we go, uh, and that'll be his turn. Hard germ. All right. Um. I think I'm going to use one action to hunt prey as well. Okay. Those plus two circumstances are nice. Then I'm going to go ahead and try to hit it again with my item that I can't pronounce. That's a 13. 
13's not going to do it. So we're going to try that one more time. All right. That's going to be minus five, so that's 10. Not quite. Oh, the struggles of level one. That's all right. That's all right. Let's hope it's only level one. <laughs> let's, hope, let's hope. Let's hope. Niall, what you got for me? Uh, Niall is definitely hurting and showing some damage, so he's actually going to cast heal at two actions. Two action so, heal. Yeah. So it's going to be 1d8 plus 8. That's a 10. That's 10. It's a double-sided pyramid. That's the d8, yeah. 5 plus 8. Okay. 13 hit points brought back to Mr. Nile. Probably feeling a lot better now. Yes, feeling much better. Yeah. Almost completely back to normal, pretty much. Nice. <clears throat> and then he will take another swing at it with his uh, sling for his last action. Did you reload that sling, sir? No, I did not. Oh, no. Okay. You got to reload that <laughs> yes. sling with your last action. So I'll have to reload instead. Nope. Oh, no shots right. taken, then. That was such a good roll, too, Kevin. Yes. Sorry. No, <laughs> so wasted. God damn it, Daniels. Oh, no. It'll, right. It'll come back. Ardina. All right. Uh, well, since it helped out last time, I'm going to go ahead and use telekinetic projectile. All this right. time, I'm going to shoot a nice sharp stick for penetration. All right. Go for piercing damage. Oh, that's only a nine. Ooh. Not quite. All right, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and use my movement to get on the other side of Hard Germ. Okay. Um, as my character has a long spear. Uh, yeah, right up there. Oh, nice. Yeah, long my spear character has a reach. Exactly. Man, reach weapons. I'm telling you, man, people sleep on reach weapons. They're so good. Especially whenever you're a caster. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Hard Germ gives my character a little look, and he's like, what? <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> Round three, Siren. <sighs> All right, we're going to try this again because clearly got that flank going. Oh, man, flat-footed. Come on now. Flat-footed, sorry, getting used to the terminology. Oh, no, you're fine, you're fine. Flat-footed. Siren's going to try and slash with the rapier. It's got duck feet. Come on. Oh! That is flat-footed adds a plus two, right? Well, I, I'll, I'll calculate that. For okay. You. So just add so it. So eighteen. Eighteen is a hit. Noise. And because that's flat-footed, means I get my surprise attack. A little sneak attack damage. Sneak attack. So two d six coming your way. All Come right. on, beef jerky. Moose so jerky. we got four plus my normal what plus is your it? strength plus my strength so two so six plus two for eight damage eight damage let's go welcome to the road very nice as that will officially put the creature on its last leg which means 25 percent or less of its total hit points it's your first action right we're gonna do it again <laughs> All right, let's go, let's go. Yeah. Ooh, okay, so that's at a minus five, so... Are you using a short sword? Or what are you using? A rapier. A rapier, yeah, it's minus yep. five, yeah. So that is 16 minus five, so 11. 11, not going to do it. Hmm. I have a third action, but it's at a minus 10. That's pretty, pretty rough. 
We're going to attempt it. All right. <laughs> Why not? Balls. Fishing for a crit. You never know when you get that 20. You fishing, never know. Fishing for that crit. Ah, uh, okay. Not a crit. No. No, not happening. <laughs> All right. Okay, so being that Pacano hit it first, or you were the last to hit it, it'll go for Siren first, then Pacano twice. All right, so going for Siren first. It'll go ahead and use its kickback. Uh, that's going to be uh, 15. Not a hit. Not a hit. Misses. It's going to go for Pacano. That's going to be, is that an 18? That's an 18. Uh, so that's a 30 minus uh, 4 is 26 to hit Pacano. That will hit Pacano. Ow. Uh, and that will, he will use his, uh, let's see, his, his uh, hoof there. So that's going to be plus 7. Ooh, 8 plus 7 is 15 points of damage. Ooh. Oh. Good thing Pacano has his shield up. <laughs> or else that would have turned into a real nasty case of hoof-to-mouth disease. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's see. Absorbs three of the damage, so his shield takes quite a hefty bit of damage there. Um, as his shield is actually destroyed. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, it fully destroys the shield. And yes, moves are powerful. Um, as Pacano takes some damage, but we he, seem, nature. He, he seems like uh, he we can tried. definitely take a few more hits as you guys can now see his health. All right. Um, the and the moose can so. attack Pacano one more time, and it will. Uh, natural eight's probably not going to do it. 29. No, not going to do it. All right. Pacano. Goes, oh, you think you're tough, don't you? As he's going to go ahead and swing relentlessly with that spear. He seems very. Uh, oh, that's a natural four for. Uh, yeah, for a 16. Uh, 16's going to hit because it's flat footed. Exactly. Wow. All right, here comes the damage, and that's going to be four plus six is ten points of piercing damage with that spear. All right, as the creature is barely holding on, Pacano will go for the killing blow. If I could roll on my dice straight, that'd be great. All right, so that's going to be a 20. Uh, yeah, it's going to hit, and Pacano will land the killing blow on the moose. All right, and uh, let's see here. With that, um, Whippa will come around the corner. Very good, very, very good. All of you, all of you, very good. Now, who wants to help me um, process it? I will help. Ardina would also raise his hand. You'll see Pacana. Guess we're all interested in it. <laughs> and you'll see Pacana goes, if y'all are, I'm, I'm good, thanks. And he, and he goes, I did all the work anyway. As, uh, you, as you'll see him, uh-huh. uh, he's, again, he's kind of a douche. He's lucky he walked off. He was going to go get shin kicked by a <laughs> <laughs> As you all go to uh, help process the meat, uh, and the uh, the just help process the moose here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it takes several hours because you guys are out there for quite a while. Now All right, I'm gonna fast forward it a few hours as you guys are out there until just before the evening, uh, butchering the carcass of 
the uh, of the moose here. It is a huge, huge moose. Uh, as you guys also acquire monster parts. Woo! Yay! Monster parts, yeah. All right. So I'll go ahead and put this creature onto the RP screen you guys have here so you guys can see. All right. As the moose has um, monster parts and the imbuement properties that it has is one, and it's the cold property. I'll go ahead and read that out real quick. Uh, you can put this onto a weapon. The uh, monster parts must have the cold trait or an attack spell or, or an attack or spell that would deal cold damage. That's the, what the monster would need to have. Um, but I, I, I ruled that it could have cold because it made sense to me. Uh, effect, you imbue the weapon with chilling cold. Uh, you can use this for the path of magic, might, or technique. Um, and they all will come at different levels. So just something to keep in the back of your mind here. And that'll be monster parts you guys have access to for the future. Uh, for choosing to participate in uh, the activity, you all gain access to the all of the animal skill feat for free. All right, so the all the uh, sh you guys know how to uh, just make mark it as a bonus feat on your character sheets on page number two of your character sheets. It's called all of the animal. I'll go ahead and read it out to you guys while you guys are writing that in. All of the animal, trained in survival. Even if you're not trained in survival, you have it. But I think everyone here is. Uh, everyone here is okay uh you know how to make the best and most efficient use of a hunted animal's carcass choose a large or larger corpse of an animal that died within the past day while using survival to subsist near the carcass you always receive enough food for yourself and one additional medium creature uh using up the meat from the carcass to do so since you're using all the animals you cannot use the carcasses meat for another purpose, including their own use of all of the animal. So essentially you guys can, uh, if you guys are out in the boons for too long and uh, you guys are like out of rations, you guys can slay a creature, all you basically use the all the animal skill feet and forego needing to gather a ration and just say, hey, we're choosing to make this creature our ration. But it does need to be larger, larger. So uh, there is that. But you guys gain that skill feat for free. Look at that. Love nice. Look at that. The following morning after the moose hunt is crisp and cool. Uh, the Broken Tusk camp bustles with activities as followers uh, separate into discrete groups. Some are gathering food. Um, some are uh, hunting small game, collecting spring herbs in the morning, foraging roots nearby. And everyone seems to be really excited about the green moon ceremony coming up soon. While everyone else is going about their business, uh, Grandfather Iwa and Letsua approach you guys individually, uh, separately, uh, yeah, separately off to the side. Grandfather Iwa is first to speak, his voice like gravel tumbling down a tall hill. Ah, oh, young ones. Whippa says good things about your scout training. Said you might make good mammoth lords someday. Ha! Let us hope so. He smiles broadly and his weathered face crinkles like parched earth. The green moon rises three nights from this night. And its light will mark you as true broken tusks. 
but there are still many things that must be done if we're to be ready for the ceremony. Three things exactly, says Letsua. He steps forward even taller than Iwa. I'll go ahead and let you see Letsua. This is Letsua, an old elf. Uh, First, the ritual site at Rockbloom must be scouted and secured before the ceremony. Second, we need you to carry fragile ceremonial vessels and fill them with the water from Gornok River. And third, there are some tapirs nearby we seek to add to our herd. Capturing them and taming them would go a long way towards your training. As he especially puts his eyes on Nile for such a task. We would be happy to help in whatever way we can for the ritual. Good, good, good. As uh, Grandfather Iowa seems very pleased and Letsua uh, also seems to be very happy. You guys have any questions for them before you head out? Well, would this be a question for them or more question for you? What's the green moon? The green moon ceremony. Uh, let me see. They might actually have this in here. Uh, 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 no, okay. Uh, the green moon ceremony is a ceremony that is uh, essentially coming. Uh, it's like a spring solstice coming out of winter going into spring ceremony. The warm days are coming pretty much. A good question. All right. Mm-hmm. Any other questions for the elders? I said, I have a few if you guys are interested that they think you might ask if you're interested in those. So, about where is the ceremonial rock? <laughs> oh, he goes, oh, rock bloom. It is an ancient place of animal spirits. Iowa explains patiently. We have observed the green moon from rock bloom for many generations since before the breaking of tusks, since before we are who we are today. Go there. And you will understand why we call it Rock Bloom. It is but a few miles to the northeast. Thank you, Elder. Yours is a well-trodden path. You shouldn't, unless you're terrible at following a pre-walked path. It is pretty much a trail. We will do our best. I do have a question about the animals we're herding. For what purpose is this? Ah, yes. The tapirs will alert our mammoths to potential predators at watering holes. At the sight of water, tapirs rush ahead, whereas mammoths lumber toward it slowly. If something in the water attacks the tapirs, then we can redirect the mammoths before they panic, or worse, stampede. You don't want that to happen. Of course. He speaks so soberly and matter-of-factly, perhaps adding, tapirs are plentiful, to put it lightly. Mammoths are not. Broken tusks are not. To ensure the survival of the following, we must protect the mammoths. The tapirs, sacrifice is a noble one, and we are grateful to them. We will make sure to give them the respect that they deserve for how they will be helping us. Of course. It would seem getting some of them for whenever we go to the river... May not be a bad idea. Is there a particular order we need to do this in? Mm, probably uh, Letsu will go, 
Uh, probably best uh, uh, to make sure it's uh, scouted and cleared first. Oh. So you should probably head to Rockbloom first, make Ooh. sure uh, there isn't any shenanigans. You know, from time to time, kids and you know others like to do stupid things. So just make sure it's ready for a ceremony. You know. hmm. Then from there, gather the water and then get the uh, get the tapirs. Okay. All right. So, scouting rock bloom. All right, just a time. Okay, to make sure there's nothing else I'm missing here. All right. All right, exploration activities. Woo! All right. Um, generally, what are your characters doing on the walk to... Um, on the walk to Rock Bloom. If you need me to let you guys know the the exploration activities, I'll call them out now. If you do not mind. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Please. We have avoiding known as AKA stealth. We have covering tracks, which you guys don't need to cover tracks. You're walking on a trail. Uh, defending, which means you're always walking with your shield raised. Um, and then we have detecting magic. None of you guys are experts here, so you don't have following the expert. You guys have hustle, which I mean, you guys are in no rush. I don't see a need for that investigate um and then you have uh tracking which would just be like trying to follow tracks uh, making sure you don't get lost and then we have repeating a spell if you were canceling like dancing lights or something like that it's repeating a spell mm -hmm. scouting which means everyone gets a plus one to their initiative roll should you get attacked searching which means you're actively searching and you know anything else you guys want to do on the way would be an unspecified activity like crafting or treating wounds or anything like that. Nile would be detecting magic on the way because he has that as a cantrip. And detecting magic, okay. Collecting herbs or berries, if that's something to do to prepare the good berry spell. Uh, that's something you can do on, while you're walking. Yeah, you can okay. literally grab it. You can target any berry and infuse it with magic, so that's fine. Okay. All right. So I would be definitely scouting. Hard germ scouting. Uh, since Niles already doing detect magic, uh, Ardina would whip out one of his tools and one of the bones he took from the moose and uh, is whittling symbols on it. Ooh, okay. We'll call that an unspecified activity. Siren. Yes, it's hard. Germ is scouting. Siren will investigate. Okay. Just Very looking around at the environment around him for anything useful. All right. As you guys approach Rock Bloom, it takes you guys a couple hours walk. Um, yeah, it, take, it takes you a few hours walk. It's about, oh, well, not a few hours, I'll say about an hour and a half as you guys are taking your time. Massive ancient stones rise like teeth from the soft earth of this ancient site, forming a rough half circle atop a mossy ground, mound. Excuse me. Each stone is shaped like a different animal sacred to the broken tusks. A cave bear, a big cat, woolly mammoth, giant raven, and so on. The monoliths are chipped and worn, having stood vigil at this edge of the Gornok uh, Plain for countless generations. Yet all stand magnific magnificent and timeless, with one exception. The last stone to the west, the Raven Stone, is broken off at the midpoint, its upper half missing. 
as a uh, Siren, you're investigating the area. Um, you find some, you, uh, you detect some footprints. Uh, yes. Uh, you see some footprints of belonging to a barefoot humanoid, perhaps an adult man judging from the size. The depth of the footprints uh, and their staggering gait suggests the individual was either extremely heavy set or likely carrying something heavy on their back. The footprints lead to a large boulder, which you see to the north of you guys right now. I'll go ahead and zoom in here. This large boulder right here, this big old boulder. Um, let's see. Uh, embedded in the earth about 40 feet from the broken Ravenstone, where the tracks suddenly and inexplicably cease. It seems like the creature simply dropped its burden here and disappeared, though the Ravenstone is still nowhere to be seen. So you guys can try and make survival checks to look around and see if you can find the tracks that just disappeared somehow. Certainly. Survival. Very strange indeed. As uh, you can, uh, as Niall points out to the uh, the upper left over here in this, um, basically next to this foothill uh, and like going up the hill uh, from like here, basically going north and then northeast uh, up around this hilltop, uh, you see the tracks pick up about 30 feet away so it seems like they just stopped and then you you found them and they're like hey they're going up the hill somewhere yeah now i would point that out and say looks like something we need to investigate over there oh Someone yeah i saw come. that that's good harger all right so who's who's taking the lead here uh ardina is actually going to say uh he's actually gonna go let me send my own scout as his uh his familiar a small buzzard mm -hmm. will fly, and he ha not only can it fly, but he has share senses with it. So he can actually look through its eyes and get all of its senses for up to a minute. And he's going to command it to fly over so that uh, we can see what's up there. Okay. I do have... Uh, I'll just use a magical crow for now, like I said, until we get get some... It's a Karen, it's a Karen feeder, close enough. Mm. <laughs> facts though facts all right so let's see uh, let me go ahead and grab that that'd be from age of ashes actually now i would look at uh ardina and say that's quite a beast you've managed to take into your fold how did you two get acquainted it is not a beast it is sent to me by my patron it is not a mortal animal All right. As it goes to, uh, is it was it on uh, Ardina's shoulder or like was it in your bag and you just apparated it or how? What was I, I honestly see it having like a tiny nest on top of his back, his his large backpack. Okay. Okay. <laughs> As it goes to fly, you hear uh, an additional set of wings, and then another set of wings, another set of wings. All of a sudden, start to. Uh, go up almost in unison with uh, what's the name of your familiar? Do you have one? Oh, it's okay oh, if you don't. I had it written down at one point. It's Vulture. Shade. Shade. Cute. 
As Shade goes to fly, you hear other creatures begin to take flight as well as a swarm of ravens appear. Oh, I actually have a swarm token. Let's go. Uh-oh. Nevermore. <laughs> All right. And with that, we'll go ahead and get ready for initiative. Uh, would I get any sort of advantage since uh, Shade would have seen them coming before they got here? I'll give you a plus two to your initiative roll. Why not? Instead of the plus one from Scout, you get a plus two. Uh, hold on on the totals while I get the initiative trackers ready. All right. Let's see. Siren, what you got for me? Don't forget, you have, don't forget you have a plus one because of 19. Scouting. All right. Here we go. Ardina, don't forget you have a plus two. 20. Hey. Nice. Nile. Uh, 11. Yeah, 11 heaven. Hard germ. 22. Dang. That is double what Niall got. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts, though. That's kind yeah. of facts, though. Yeah, yeah. He's proud. All right. As uh, the Raven Swarm will go, that's going to be a 23. Oof. <sighs> Natural 14 with plus nines, 23. Dang. Close yet no cigar. All right. Alrighty, we'll begin this encounter. The Raven Swarm. Don't you love that swarm token in that? Cool. It does look yeah. really cool. Yeah. Now, for the swarm, for spells that dictate one creature, does the swarm count as one creature? Yes. Perfect. Yeah, swarms don't. Swarms aren't dumb in second edition Pathfinder. Because uh, <laughs> in 3.5 and, and 1e Pathfinder, swarms were like literally TPK at level one. Yes. <laughs> they were straight up TPK. Hey, you guys like, want to go into the cave and pet some cranium rats? No. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bite thy tongue. Yeah, no, that was, they were vicious. No, you can, uh, the only things that they're immune to are like um, single target mental saves, will saves, kind of, things like mm. that. Like you can't daze a swarm of ravens. That's a, that's that makes no, sense. That's a no-no. But you can uh, sleep. So, matter of fact, I'll go ahead and uh, read Swarm Mind just so we can uh, educate the listeners in case they don't know either. Uh, swarm Mind, this monster does not have a single mind typically because it's a swarm of smaller creatures and is immune to mental effects that target only a specific number of creatures. It is still subject to mental effects that target all creatures in an area, though. So, yeah, uh, swarms aren't dumb anymore. Uh, but... It can still share spaces, so that's exactly what it is going to do. It is going to go ahead and move on over as you see the birds. Oh, Jesus. God. As they're going to go ahead and do swarming beaks. All right. Uh, let me go ahead and get reflex saves for everyone in the swarm, which is going to be everyone except Nile right now. 15. 15, okay. Fail. Ugh. 15 oh, okay, as right well. there. 15's a fail. That is a nat 20. Critical success. Uh, total of 28. So weird. That is actually, well, it's plus 10 becomes a 38 technically. Ah, very nice. All right. Um, very good. As the swarms are going to deal six points of damage to those who failed and could succeed. You take zero damage because it's a basic save. Woo. Very nice. The, so first action, stride. Second action, swarming beaks. Third action, swarming beaks again. This is the shitty part about them. <laughs> is They are save-based. They do not have attack rolls, but they are save-based. 
So let me get another reflex save for those in Nat this one. Nat 20. Critical success. Very good. Not nearly as well. I got a 13 this time. Failure. 24. 24 is a success. You take half damage when I call out that damage. All right, here we go. That's going to be a six again. So half damage is three for hard germ. Six for uh, Nile. So not Nile, sorry. Siren, excuse me. All right, that is the swarm's turn. As uh, hope you guys are figuring out how to defeat swarms. You probably don't want to stand together. Yeah. All right, hard germ. Okay, so I have a plan and a thought. Um, what would it take for me to get up onto this rock? I would take you an athletics check. All right, here we go. That'd be a 10. 10 will do it. It's a simple rock. It's not a complicated rock. All right, I will go ahead and move you up there. Uh, I'll move you up there myself. Yes. All right. So being on the rocks, kind of seeing them, you know, over the group, um, she is going to pull out of her bag a net. Oh, very nice. A, a net at level one. I dig it. Yeah. Okay. Because she knows that um, if we can preferably not hurt animals that aren't being, you know, eaten. Now we'll prefer that. And then, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and attempt to uh, cast that net to kind of catch the uh, swarm. Okay. This is a large swarm. Um... Can you read me the description of the net? Yeah, may not. You can use a net either on its own or attached to a rope. When mm-hmm. attached to a rope, you can use the net to grapple a medium or smaller creature up to oh. 10 feet away. Mm. So maybe not. Yeah, probably not, unfortunately. Do uh, Pathfinder swarms have any reduction uh, rulings for stuff like that? Like no, a, the, uh, that's the troop rules. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, no, not not for swarms, unfortunately. Oh. But what I'll do, I'll subtract an amount of HP and say you you remove a, a chunk of it, and which would be technically be its HP since you're getting rid of some of the swarm. Mm-hmm. you want to do that? Okay. How do we want to roll that like Just a... give me an attack roll <sighs> with uh, like your, your bow. It's fine. Don't be shit. <laughs> <laughs> not shit. So that would be 19. 19 is its AC. Go ahead and roll me 1d6 and then add 3. That'd be a 6 plus 3, so that's 9. Nice. It's nice. 9, we'll call it hit points. Um, uh, nice. Very nice. And I would assume that would probably be it because I had to pull it out of my bag and then throw it. <laughs> uh, yes. Nine, so very good as I can actually reduce the uh, swarm count here in one second as it goes from having 25 to we'll say 18. Less birds now. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Very nice. That is pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty great. That's fun. I loved it. I was like, I definitely need this for this encounter. It'd be really cool. (laughs) All right, that's hard germs turn. Ardina. All right. Uh, first thing I'm going to do is step 10 feet over uh, out of them. Uh, 
I have my spear, but I think first I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to, or instead of using my spear, I'm going to use telekinetic projectile. Oh. Bludgeoning, and that is going to be a 21. Bludgeoning 21 to hit is going to hit. And that is going to be seven damage. Seven damage. You do learn that it has bludgeoning resistance of two as you deal five points of damage total. Good to know. As you almost bloody the creature, we'll say you knock out mm, a few of them. So it now has, we'll say there's probably 13 in the in the bunch now. As you... Hit a and, few of them out and Ardina, here. if he knows that, he would definitely call it out to the group and say, uh, Blunt doesn't work. Pierce him. All right. Gladly. Siren. We're going to move to this side so that we're flat-footing with Ardina. Ardina. Okay. Uh, well, Ardina's not going to be able to help you flat-foot because Ardina's 10 away. Well, I do have a spear with reach. Oh, a spear with reach. Yeah, because right, right, I, right, I, right, right, I, right, I do have a long spear. He's got a long spear. I keep forgetting him. Yeah. Because reach is the goat. Yeah, reach is goat. But people sleep on it, man. I'm yeah, telling you, bro. I'm telling you. And we're pulling out the dagger. Let's go. 16. 16. One shy with flat-footed. One oh. shy. So close. Very close. We can probably make it with a minus five, am I right? Minus Maybe. four, because it's a dagger. Oh, yeah. minus four, because yeah. it's a, Oh, that is good to Ooh. know. Okay. Yes, yeah, so the common combo that a lot of rogues will do, or dual wielders will do, is they'll do rapier, then dagger, dagger. Oh. You know, or a uh, short sword. Or short sword, short sword, yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. Now I know why the pack included those. The more <laughs> you know. G.I. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right, so that's 18 plus my six, so really plus one, so 19. 19 is hey. its AC, but it's flat-footed, so 17, so that's a hit. Also, it's one higher, because remember, it's it's negative four, not negative five. Oh, right, negative four, because yeah. I yeah. can't math. That's okay. <laughs> hey, welcome to Pathfinder. You're going to hey, learn you the hit. math. That's the, the, you hit. We just All got right. a, so We got coddled by roll 20. One. Oh, we did. Yeah. I know. D4 and a D6. So that D6, and where's my where's my caltrop? <laughs> Nice. Nice. A three on that. Yep. So three, and then the D6 was a two. And then plus, where are you? Plus two. So five, seven. Seven. As you learn that they are immune to precision damage, you do five points of damage. Oh. That is, are you doing piercing or slashing with the dagger? Slashing. And you learn that it has five slashing resistance. Oh, so nothing. Zero damage. Jeez. Ugh. These guys are monsters. So it has less bludgeoning resistance than it does slashing. You know that. Oh, now we all know that. Now you know that. And it's immune to precision. But none of us know about uh, piercing. That's true. Don't know about piercing. We'll find out next time. All right. <laughs> Niall, you're up. So... Nile has a bit of a different idea. He would like to try to use wild empathy to try to hopefully ask the ravens to leave and to stop attacking us. To disperse. Disperse, yeah. Okay. I'll make it. You're going to be going against its will. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and make a diplomacy check against its will, DC. 
Okay. Eight. Thirteen. Thirteen is not going to do it. Well, that was unfortunate. He wasn't that's, speaking. That's, that's, that's one action. Hmm. Here's speaking crow. <laughs> You're speaking druidic, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> he would be saying, brothers and sisters of the forest, please disperse, but... They go. You, you forgot like, to throw shiny in seeds. <laughs> ba- basically, you're trying to say that, but all you say is never more, never more. Never more, never more. So, with them not listening, could I take out a torch and light it and try to disperse them that way? Uh, Taking it out of the bag and then lighting it would be your last two actions. Alright, I'll do that for two actions. Okay, so you light it. Uh, give me a, I'll let you do wild empathy for it. So give me another diplomacy check. Now you're telling him, get the hell off my lawn. <laughs> no, He's more forceful this time. Seriously, I wasn't kidding. I wasn't kidding. Oh, Jesus. He was oh, kidding. Worse. <laughs> oh, okay, it's a nine this time. A nine. No. Yeah. Not a critical failure. Oh my god. Unfortunately. As they wah, 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 as they all like turn towards you. Oh and they're, no, no. Shit, they're about to swarm you. I mean, Nile, I know it's not your die, but do you want to put it in the dice jail? Nile and animals are just not doing well today. <laughs> He's a leaf druid. Let's keep that. <laughs> you know, him and plants get along. I like plants. Yes. <laughs> Bird's not my thing. Alright, as the raven swarm is gonna follow up on its promise and swarm Nile. So first action move. <laughs> Second action, swarming bites. Nile, give me a reflex save, please. Nice knowing you. <laughs> Don't Dang. talk to him like that. Oh, no. <laughs> eight. Yeah. An eight? An eight. Critical yes. failure. What? Oh, no. As you take double damage, but I only rolled a one, so you take two points. Oh, of thank God. God. Oh, thank God. Hey, okay. Two points of piercing. Oh, like, God. Pull the tree up How, again. Put the tree However, because you critically failed, you are blinded for 1d4 rounds as they peck at your eyes. Could be worse. They could have pooped in your eyes. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's I don't know what's worse. All right, here we go. Ravens you are blinded smart four, to do four that. rounds. I rolled a four on that d4. You're blinded oh. for four rounds. Oh. oh, poor guy. All right, and I need one more reflex save from you, brother. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. This is cursed. It's a six. Take the other one. Failure. Take the other one back. Put that one in the jail. <laughs> oh, I rolled an eight on that. That's sixteen points oh, of no. piercing oh, damage. Okay. No. Good night, fair prince. Uh, Nile is bloodied on his last leg and definitely just desperately like, trying I, to keep everything out of his eyes, but. Everything. Be <laughs> Go to the fetal position. Maybe they won't like that. Yeah, he's like down on the ground right now, definitely being swarmed. Oh man, that's a brutal sight. Yikes. Nile. All right, hard germ. As you see Nile getting a Nile laid. Waka waka. I couldn't okay. resist him. He's so over sorry. there getting Hitchcock. So <laughs> now they've they've moved away from me, but seeing that Nile's getting hit. Ugh. I wonder if there's any way I could kind of do a backup run to try and jump onto the back of somebody in the swarm and then just start, you know. Just mashing at them? <laughs> Absolutely. Go for it. Okay. What am I rolling? I'm uh, assuming that's probably an acrobatics or an athletics. acrobatics or athletics. I'll, I'll leave that up to you. Okay. That is very good. 24. Wow, yeah, absolutely. Y'all. So you're pack up. Just we'll run. say they're flat footed as you make your descent. Coming down, and yeah, she's just coming down with the dagger to make as many swipes as she can. 
or as they can. So that's 18. 18's gonna be a hit because it's flat footed. Awesome. 1d4. So that's three plus strength, correct? Mm-hmm. So that is a five damage. Five damage, they're completely resistant. Going for piercing? Oh. And that's five piercing resistance as you learn it as well. Oh. So they have two bludgeoning resistance, five piercing, five slashing resistance. Well, sadly, a dagger can't be bludgeoning, or it doesn't say it's bludgeoning. Well, Siren's useless. I mean, not with that attitude. Well, honestly. <laughs> not with that. Just, just imagine she's like, or they're free falling through the air, flip the dagger upside down, and hit him with the hilt. All right, right. there you go. A little pummel action. So, yeah, I'm going to try to make another hit. All right. And I know that's at a negative five, so that's 16. Minus four. Oh, but minus four, that's right, because it's a dagger. So that's 17. 17's going to hit because of flat-footed. It's AC is 17 while flat-footed. That is a hit, exactly. Well, that is going to be three. Two of that is resisted. You deal one point of damage. <laughs> just flipped it. Bam. You're, you're not useless, Siren. Pick up the gnome and start swinging. Anything would be better at this point. <laughs> As that officially makes it bloodied. This raven swarm is officially bloodied now. Oh, goodness. Yikes. I'm trying to rodeo. And I was a... almost dead. Just FYI. I'm trying to rodeo on a swarm right now. Just kick him up, beat him up. Ardina. Well, seeing that uh, he's getting poked bad, uh-huh. um, I'm going to go ahead and use all three actions on magic missile. Oh, my. Okay, we're not even messing around anymore. Okay. Well, I don't want our healer dead, so that, that would be <laughs> unfortunate. This is true. Very. That's some good rolls. All right. So first one's a two. Second one is a three. And the last one is a four. Two, three, four. Yep. Okay. So nine plus three is 12. 12 damage. Very nice. As it's all force damage, none of that is negated. And with that being all three actions, that is the end of my turn. As the raven swarm is down to four little ravens flying around. One of which hard germ is apparently. I mean, I can't do much against them, but I can at least try. I mean, if you do more than five damage, that, that hurts them. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to move up. Rapier in one hand, dagger in the other. All right. Let's go. Let's do it. Rapier first. Mm Mm-hmm. That's going to be a no. Uh, That is an eight plus six. Fourteen. Fourteen. So that's a no. Not quite. Let's go dagger. All right. Let's do it. Don't forget to minus four. Minus four. Ah, That's a... but that yeah, that's that's uh <laughs> that's a six. <laughs> Critical failure. Unfortunate. <laughs> Not gonna do it. You got uh and that's both yeah, because all your actions because yep, you had I to moved. step. Yep. Yeah. Had to step and strike strike. Oh man, Nile, you are blind. <laughs> you can still try to attack, but you basically have a fifty percent mischance. Um well. This is all going according to plan. Um, <laughs> he will 
choose to heal himself for two actions. Okay, that's point. probably a wise idea. Yeah, so we'll roll a... 1d8 and then add 8. Just imagine her Jim's up there screaming and he's like, don't worry, it's all according to plan. <laughs> this is going great. This is going great. 3 plus 8, so 11. 11 hit points restored. So another question. Since a swarm is losing numbers, if you were to do it uh, 3 action for radius heal... <laughs> Would that add more crows, or would the swarm stay the same since swarm more stays crows? The same. Okay. <laughs> you just see when hey, he does that, you just see more crows fly. Just just more crows fly. Hey, I just want to double check in the future if we got to fight a swarm and several of us are damaged. I'm just saying that's not pigeons. It's not like pigeons or seagulls when you put some food down. Yeah. God. Um, and then for the last action, I mean, why not just try to beg the crows for mercy? That's fair. That's uh, fair. Very fair. That's fair. That's, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. Hey. That's a 21. A 21. Yeah. Is a success as they, uh, as they. <laughs> as they, the rest of them disperse, unless you guys attack them on the way out? I mean, Hard Germ's riding on one of them, so chances are she's definitely hitting him. <laughs> I mean, they're within spear distance. Why as not? You, as you guys poke, we'll say you poke him down. That's fine. Okay. okay. As, you, as you guys, you guys are like, oh, no, 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 you got it. no, 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 not, not, not today. <laughs> All right. As the raven swarm goes down, that concludes combat and concludes this episode and we'll get into the monster parts at the beginning of the next session. Wonderful. Everyone say bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.